Hello everyone, it's Jana here, which ends when? I believe it is the 8th of June today. So that makes it Audio Mode Day 8, and I'll see if I can keep this up over the weekend. Seeing as I've started now. Um, just walking back from the school drop-off and some... I think there's some political stuff going on at Book Group. Just had some conversations there. That's where I was last night. Book group. Um, there's some discussions about certain people never enjoying any of the books. I don't know. I just thought they were quite good. Um, I just miscalculated a bit with this one. I didn't manage to finish it, which is a bit... But that's because my Kindle said 350 pages, so I thought, yeah, I can do this. But then it didn't move, and then I saw the actual book, which has got 450 pages and quite a small print. So there was no... And it just moved really... I mean, I've, I've tried my best this week, but I've still not finished it. So, um, um, but I will, because I'm really enjoying it. Anyway, so yeah, so I've enjoyed most books, but others haven't, so now there's some political stuff going on. Oh, well. Um, anyways, um, what else? Oh yeah, so I forgot to upload my boo last night. I did do one, but with being back late and stuff, I obviously forgot to upload it. So I shall do that in a bit. Um, uh, so we can answer one question already. Who's the next editor of the Daily Mail if we already found one? And brilliantly, Dave, um, I didn't see this happening. Um, uh, I didn't see this coming. Um, they've, uh, they've chosen the editor of the Mail on Sunday, which is Pro Remain. And apparently the guy absolutely hates Dacre. And he, um, uh, so, the, so the Mail on Sunday would sometimes have scoops that kind of rubbish what was in the mail during the week. Um, so they were like two completely different papers and he's taken over now so because um, I, I saw some headlines that he's taking over and I thought oh, that's brilliant but how do we know that that's going to make any difference to the mail but I said oh there's a move to detoxify the mail and I thought again you know how how where does that come from and then I saw the story in the Guardian when I said that um, uh, Lord, Lord Rothermere or his family, I don't know, who um, have a controlling stake in the mail, um, associated with newspapers, I think it is. Um, apparently, they have some country mansion in, in Wiltshire, and their social circle must include people who are very pro-Remain and who, who also don't approve of the sometimes very, let's say, fascist... Um, headlines in the in the mail so apparently this is all down to lady rothermere's um difficulties in her social circle so she's exerted her influence um so they've put a different editor in and um and and as much as i welcome this development i must say we we've not moved on at all have we so we've got some um, some lord and lady who have a controlling stake in a in a in a, a newspaper that is so influential, 
um, that it looks like the the BBC report what's in it and go by that. Downing Street seems to go by that. Um, Paul Dacre was um, was was a regular at um, uh, at dinners at Downing Street. That's how influential this paper is, um, and the, the the change of direction is all down to to some some aristocrats um, having problems in their in their social life. So they they could, the way the male has influenced um, the country. Uh, and opinions in the countries for for decades, um, this this can all change because Lady Rothermere um, is is having a not so good is is not having that much fun in her social life. So we've not really moved on, have we? Um, we're we're still at the whim. The whole country is still at the whim of of aristocrats, um, and what they want to do at any given time. Um, and 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 they just have different methods of of influencing people these days. Um, I find that quite extraordinary. Um, anyway, but I want to keep these booths short. And um, at the end of the day, it is very good news that um, um, there's going to be direct a change of direction. I look forward to that. Um, we'll see where that where that gets us. There was also a lot of political turmoil yesterday. David Davis um, tried, um, threatened to resign again, um, then seemed to get his way, but then the Prime Minister denied it all. And So, I mean, it's just, a, it's just a complete and utter shambles and nothing's moving forward at all. So, um, uh, I do hope, and I know Boris Johnson's been in the press with more comments um, and attacking the Prime Minister and yeah, I wish they'd just sort of do one or get off the pod. I, I really do. Um, the whole country has ground to a hold. Nobody knows what's happening. Um, and I think maybe the population doesn't even understand. They're just getting bored with politics. But they, they don't seem to understand. Because I even had a friend say to me, because I said, you know, it's this is this is not good. The the economy is 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 not uh, is not growing. Um, even looks like it's it's all falling off a cliff. Um, uh, investment is down majorly, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And she was going, oh yeah, but it's not all about the the economy. And she's a Remainer, um, so I I I really think that people don't necessarily understand how how important this is that that the economy is kept running. This is this is all for for jobs. Um, so we had another big casualty yesterday with House of Fraser shedding half or so of their stores, including its flagship store on Oxford Street, um, in a in a bid to stay alive. Um, and this is not going to get any better. I don't know how many more companies it's going to take for people to wake up. Um, because Britain is not... I mean, this political... This is what we do at work. If we do a SWOT analysis at work... One of the strengths for for investing in the UK is always a stable political environment um, and the fact that the UK is in the EU, so that makes it easier for, for EU companies to invest. Um, or it, it also makes it easier for companies from around the world to invest here because they know that in the UK they automatically then also have access through the single markets to other EU countries. Um, 
and the UK wanting to go out but not actually knowing what they want to do um, and what and, and, and not telling business, okay, we're going to be able, because at the moment, as I was saying, we're going to be out of the customs union, out of the single market. But then that makes us a third country, which is going to completely, is, is going to be a doomsday scenario if they, if they have no agreements on day one, everything's going to collapse because no treaties, no agreements will, um, will be there anymore. Everything's going to ground to a halt. And it doesn't look like the government's preparing for anything. The other European countries are because they 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 know what they're preparing for. They're preparing for the UK being a third country. So it doesn't affect them that much. They just have to recruit more customs officials and tell their companies, okay, this is how you have to treat the UK as a third country. But here they don't actually know what's what that what that means. And they're not actually probably planning for that either because they don't know what what they want yet. Um, so it's, it's, it's all a huge mess. Um, so yeah, we can just hope that, um, someone at some point, um, uh, stops it before it goes too far. I think they could have, they could have done Brexit, but I think it would have taken a lot longer than two years and it would have, it would have had to be planned beforehand and it would have, taken a lot of proper preparation from day one rather than just wasting times and and chasing uh, negotiation strategies that aren't actually acceptable um like the the uk government saying oh we'll just throw open the borders and we're hoping that you will do the same well they can't there are international agreements they can't and they have a single market to protect and why wouldn't they and if you're a third country they're not just going to throw a border open to you either so um so they, they're saying things that don't actually make that make any sense so because there's no proper planning gone into this it's it's all going terribly pear-shaped so they could have done this over several years um and with proper planning but it's just all an ideological project and like so many ideological projects um, it's it's doomed. Um, the only thing we can hope is that um, some politicians have the guts to to stop it before it's too late. Um, anyway, now I've rambled on for longer than I wanted to. Anyway, so I'm going now. Um, thank you for listening. If you made it this far, bye for now.